All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. Hope y'all are having a great week. Did y'all watch the CMAs back in November? Well, even if you didn't, you maybe saw a clip on Instagram of Maren Morris during one of her acceptance speeches when she gave a shout out to black female country artists. If you don't know what I'm talking about, well, I have the clip right here and gives me goosebumps every time I watch it, I hear it, and I just love it so much. Here it is. There are some names in my mind that I want to give recognition to because I'm just a fan of their music and they are country as it gets, and I just want them all to know how much we love them back, uh, and just check out their music after this. It's uh, Linda Martell, Yola, Mickey Guyton, Rissy Palmer, uh, Brittany Spencer, Rannon Giddens. There are so many amazing black women that pioneered and continue to pioneer this genre, and I know they're gonna come after me, they've come before me, but You've made this genre so, so beautiful. I hope you know that we see you. Thank you for 
making me so inspired as a singer in this genre. Um, and this has just been the most magical night. I get to go see my baby after this. Thank you, country music. This means the world. Thank you. Okay, it was just super cool that Marin took the time to do that during her speech. And I guess it's probably extra special to me because she gave a shout out to my girl, Brittany Spencer, who y'all likely know. She's come on the podcast multiple times, especially recently. She was on the Gift Guide episode. She's singing the new Outweigh song that we are trying to do, like a body love anthem that I'm obsessed with. So she's taken over my podcast today. That's the point of me playing that clip is she's got four different interviews for each thing with Black female country artists. So I hope that y'all enjoy the episode and you check out music from each of the ladies that she features. And I just think it's important to lift up the black community in country music. So that is what we are going to do here on today's episode. Before we get into it, though, I saw an article titled Want to Live Longer. And so I click on it right away because, yeah, sure, I would love to live longer. And it said, well, all you got to do is be kind. Staying positive can have a major impact on your health. In fact, Georgetown researchers found that doing a small act of kindness each day reduces premature aging by 60%. It doesn't have to be a big deal. You can return your shopping cart to inside the store, hold the door for someone, or just smile and say hello to someone in passing, which with a mask these days, it's hard to do that. So I guess you could just wave or compliment someone's outfit if you see them. That always makes my day if someone says they like something cute that I have on or shoes or hair. One time though, you got to be careful because I was in line at a restaurant like waiting to go up to the hostess stand to try to get a table and someone walked in and then said, oh, I love your hair. And I thought that they were talking to me. So I turned around and I said, thank you. But they were talking to the hostess. So yeah, that was awkward for a second, but so make sure that they're actually really complimenting you or make sure if you're giving a compliment, you're very clear as to who you're giving the compliment to. Anyway, that's just my little compliment story that was also embarrassing. Uh, If y'all are looking to do any more Christmas shopping, it's December 10th, (laughs) you know, they were down to the wire. We had to cut off customized four things totes. So sorry, those are not available anymore, but we do have pre-made four things totes that are super cute if you want those. And you can probably shop in the next four, five, I don't know, six days might be stretching it if you want to make sure you get it in return. And that's not just with us at Espoir or the Shop Forward. That's really anywhere. Mary told me that they're seeing and experiencing shipping delays all over. So that's lots of different businesses. So if you want to order anything, I just encourage you to do it now. You can go to RadioAmy.com to look at all the things that we have because we really do have something for everybody in the family and they're all gifts that give back, which I think is another way to live longer, I guess. That's you being kind and thoughtful with your purchases. (laughs) That might be a stretch, but really, I don't, maybe not. I think that that's a positive way to spend your money. And then when you're giving it to somebody, they feel even more special because you gave them something that is supporting other people. Okay. And then lastly, one other thing I just want to say, because my sister is staying with me right now. And she said that so many coffee orders have come through on their website that they have just been 
overwhelmed and it's just made their day. They're a small business. My niece has dubbed herself, she's like 17 years old and she's dubbed herself the shipping manager. So she's packaging up a lot of the stuff and she said it's just so cool to see the response. So on behalf of her, I thought she was going to come up here and record this with me, but I think she'll be doing next Thursday's episode with me. So we'll have a little sister episode. I know a lot of you really like my sister and I do too. And she always has little nuggets of wisdom, but they are are super grateful for your purchases. So if you need coffee, I just want to encourage you to, if you haven't gone to check them out, you can roothouseco.com and they ship coffee all across the country and they have other little gift items on their website as well. So just a little tiny reminder about shopping or some ideas. I put up the Target slippers on my Instagram the other day, but I told you on the Tuesday episode that I found the best slippers at Target that were kind of like UGG-ish, but half the price. And they're called Deluxe by Deer Foams. And I got those at Target. So I'm wearing them right now as I record this and I'm obsessed. So little mini gift guide here for you in the intro. And just a reminder to get your shopping done. Okay, I appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget, you can always email me for things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. All right, talk to you over there. Bye. First thing. Y'all, I have here with me a really, really special friend and artist, and um, she's now Grammy nominated. So it's an honor to be here in her presence. Mickey Guyton, how are you? Hi, I'm a Grammy nominated baby mama. Yes, you are. <laughs> and you know, I feel like there's so many incredible things happening for you right now. I'm just going to like list a few because it's just too many, but like yeah. I chose like a few really recent ones. You are Grammy nominated for Black Like Me. Black Like Me is also number for NPR's best songs of 2020, which is incredible, by the way. And also this past summer, you were the first solo black female country artist to ever perform on the ACM Awards. Wow. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? What's the like the real that's running through your mind most days? Are you like, do you ever wake up and be like, is this my life? You know, it's so crazy. We're all stuck in our apartments in our four walled apartments. And I'm also pregnant. I'm seven months getting close to eight months pregnant, my God. And life trumps everything that you could ever dream of doing. You could have all of these goals. You could want to win an Academy Award. You could be nominated for an Oscar. And as surreal of a moment as that was, there's still nothing as powerful as this baby boy growing in my stomach. I know it sounds crazy, but I heard it. I heard and, and talked to Harvey Mason and he told me I was nominated for a Grammy and I celebrated it for a second and then I went back online shopping and trying to figure out what else this baby needed. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So I'm sure like probably, I mean, I've never been pregnant, but being pregnant and now having to consider someone else's life, like probably for Mm -hmm. the first time, like in this Mm -hmm. capacity, um, it adds probably just a different level of perspective to your life during this incredible moment in your career. It really does. And, and what else that I haven't commented on being nominated for a Grammy, it is such a bigger moment than just for me. This Grammy award is for every black woman that has ever felt unseen, unpretty, unheard, disregarded, put in a corner and unconsidered and ignored for George Floyd, for Botham Jean, for Tamir Rice, for Breonna Taylor, for Ahmaud 
at Arbery, for Jimmy Allen, for Darius Rucker, for you. Like it's a it's a moment for for so many different people for the war and treaty. It doesn't feel like something that's just for me. It can't because I didn't get here without the support of my brothers and sisters. I remember when you uh, when the news first broke about the Grammy nomination, the Pointer Sisters reached out to you. Oh my God! And just <laughs> see because for so many of us, like people like me who are new, Tierra and Carm McCormick mm-hmm. and Elena Roberts, we look at the success that you're having in, in, in country music right now and we're thinking, yes, this is incredible. Barriers are being broken. And as we see your name, it's almost in a sense where mentally we start to realize, oh, this is possible. This is a movement. Mm-hmm. It's not just any one person. It's Mickey Guyton getting the recognition that she finally deserves. But you make, even you, you make it known all the time. Like, this isn't just for me. This is for mm-hmm. other people and it gives hope and to watch uh one of the pioneers of country music you know they were i think were they the first black women to receive a grammy mm-hmm. nom- a grammy nomination mm-hmm. and win in the mm-hmm. in a country category mm-hmm. back in the 70s like that was incredible to watch it was it was a moment like i stopped that was a moment i wept i wept a little bit i'm not gonna lie i'm hormonal and and i wept when i saw that like it was i'm not hormonal i wept <laughs> <laughs> it was it that seeing that and the pointer sisters man like it was I don't know it was like a passing of the torch almost it was such a I don't even know how to describe it it felt as if like Dr. Martin Luther King like reached out to me like it was that kind of a feeling that I had and I don't know it was it was really special it was really special again it's a win for all black people it's not just me I love that because that's the sentiment of black women in country music right now. I feel like people are gravitating to the story because it really is bigger than any one person. Mm-hmm. It really feels like a win, like a reclaiming of something. It yeah. Really, it's, it feels like water where it's like you can't really control it. You just ride the tide and you yeah. your, your place on the raft some kind of way. And that's why I still try to like support black women and, and people of color in country music and put them on the little platform that I have because it's not enough for just the Pointer Sisters to win a Grammy or me to be nominated for a Grammy or me to sing on that ACM stage. This needs to be a consistent yeah. thing. And it's so important for for women and Black women and women of color to lift each other up because that is the only way that we will ever see the change that we wish to see. We cannot be selfish with our success. Yeah. We have to bring everybody up with us on our climb. It's that simple. It's such a simple concept. It kind mm-hmm. of goes back to that saying, it takes a village. It does. It does. And until there's consistent women and, and black women and women of color and, and people in the LBGTQIA plus community and indigenous people present in every genre, we're not winning. You're so right. I think we are like crammed on time, but you have been incredible. And I want to say one last thing to you. <laughs> Last night I watched your live concert and I just kept thinking, man, she is pregnant and <laughs> all of these notes. Like you literally did not miss a beat. You can sing most people I know under a table. Uh, you can write you. better than most people I know. Oh my God, no, it's a village. And you are doing this while you're pregnant. You know, it takes a village. I cannot take credit for everything. I can't. It's a village.
village. And I appreciate you for saying that. I love you. I appreciate you and I love you and just your selfless approach to music, to this career that you've spent years building is so admirable. And honestly, when we look, we just want to do the same thing. Thank That's you. That's what we got to do. Thank you so much for being you. Thank you for your time today. This is incredible. Of course. And I can't wait to meet your baby boy when uh, he's born. And whenever he's, love he's you not, so much. whenever he's not pressing against your uterus all day long, it's going to be uh, great. We're going to have God. fun. I'm emotionally prepared for us to be really good friends. Yeah. Talk about your son still. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love his auntie Brit. Oh, I cannot wait to meet him. Yeah. You are incredible. Thank you so much for being here today. I love You're you. You're welcome, sis. I love you. Second thing. So y'all, next up, I am so excited to talk to this woman. I first heard of her a few months ago in a Rolling Stone article and the picture, first of all, <laughs> the picture was killer. She's drenched in red and she's like taking a shot while like laying down. I don't even know what you were laying down on, but it was fire. And I just said, oh my goodness, I need to know this woman one day. Y'all, I am here with Raina Roberts. What's you up? You are so awesome, for real. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that drenched in red. I might have to start saying that. I'm gonna have I to feel that. It goes with you. Like, I mean, you have like long red hair. First of all, that's a vibe in itself. It's like, is it giving me Reebok? Is it giving me Mary J. Blige? Who knows? Who cares? Because she's probably both of those in one. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, you give me life. Give hey, me come on, Beyonce. <laughs> you know For I give me life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like you were saying before, um, we started the podcast our journeys have been so similar the past few months it's wild yeah it is it's really crazy i remember when when i first heard of you you were like i said you were in rolling stone and then as time just kind of progressed like i just kind of watched you from afar and i just started realizing we were kind of showing up in some of the same articles and conversations and i just thought man this woman is incredible and you and i started a friendship a week ago (laughs) i know right just in Instagram, like just like slide into the DMs, like, hey, go ahead. <laughs> and then like before you know it, we're just texting and saying, hey, what'd you have for dinner tonight? For dinner? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to make? What are we going to make when it comes And you told me the funniest thing. You said your, uh, your family had something for Thanksgiving. I'll let you tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but to be fair, usually we go all out for Thanksgiving this yeah. year. We we were like, okay, I don't know what we're going to do this year. So we ended up just going to Vaughn's and getting a, a frozen pizza. <laughs> we got a frozen pizza from Vaughn's for Thanksgiving. So that was our Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, I love it. That was how this Thanksgiving went. So you've spent like years just kind of doing music and just writing songs. But you moved here over uh, to Nashville over the summer and just mm-hmm. kind of really threw yourself into country music and released a song and it made lots of ways which was incredible by the way and it's so important to watch and you had uh you did a a cover online of a Carrie Underwood song and she tweeted support for you as well like that was incredible like watching someone of her caliber just watching another woman just support another woman I thought it was so so special to watch how did it feel to kind of be in that position oh you know how it feels you know how it feels for sure (laughs) it was crazy especially because I've been listening to her for as long as I can remember so to have one of my idols you know like my cover of her song it was incredible and especially because before Carrie um, retweeted it 
it was Mickey and Mickey supported me. That's the perfect example of women supporting women. And it was so unexpected. Like I had no idea that anybody would even really see the cover or even like the cover in the first place. So for them to be so supporting, it was, I still, I'm still a little speechless because I can't believe it. It's just like, it's, it's a dream. It's a dream come true to me. I know you feel the same way, huh? I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been in that position too. Like, just like you, we've posted videos for years, like not really expecting like the artist to see them. We just do it for fun. And then when you get that stamp of like approval from an artist, like in such a public way, it changes so much. But if, if anything, I feel like what happened to me, it made me want to extend that same love and support to other women as well. Yep. People expect women to kind of be pitted against each other. And, and it's not that at all. Like, it's all love. When, when Mickey shows love to other black women and other women of color in country music, like, that means a lot. It's kind of dispelling that, that false narrative that women just, you know, want to argue and fight. And that's not right. the case. I mean, no, not at all. I mean, they tend to think that, but our stories are literally the exact opposite because that's how we've been. We have been coming together because I've been coming to Nashville um, the past two years trying to start uh, my career and find my team. And as long as I've been there, women have always been supportive. I mean, just because it's not always written in articles and things like that doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah. Okay. So take us to the very beginning. People who are just now finding out who Raina Roberts is, where are you from? I know you have like a very interesting, like diverse background and just even in terms of where you're from. So I'll let you talk about that. So I was born in Alaska. My parents are veterans. My mom and dad were in the army for 10 years. Um, My bonus dad, a Marine for 20 years. When I was five, we moved to Alabama. That's where my family's from. We lived there for four or five years. And I would still go to Alabama even when I lived in California because we moved to California after Alabama. Um, And when I got to California, I started taking piano lessons. Um, And as I got older, I started to, to songwrite. Um, Because I've always been singing. That's that's never been a question whether I wanted to be a singer or not. Like, I always tell people when they ask me, like, why are you doing country music? Why did you choose country music? I'm like, country music chose me. That's that's how that happened. I've always been singing country music. And so I started to develop my songwriting skills. And the more songs I was writing, the more I realized that I needed to be in Nashville because I'm like... I don't know if my songs are that good or not, but I know for sure if I go to Nashville, people are going to be real straight with me. They're going to be either like, you know, this is something that we like or you need to go somewhere else. (laughs) 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 So that was kind of my journey from from place to place. I I moved to Nashville um, the 4th of July this year. Even though I've been going there the past few years, I officially moved to Nashville the 4th of July, which is kind of crazy. But my managers, they're like, Raina, you got to, you got to be here. And it's crazy because I actually got my apartment before COVID. Like I got it in February this year, but COVID happened and I couldn't, I couldn't move any of my stuff into my apartment until July. But Um, you finally got here and I'm so excited. Finally. (laughs) I am so excited. And also you don't have to worry about whether or not your songs are good because your song Stomping Grounds, (laughs) when I first heard it, I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, 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 yes. And so I'm loving your music. So many other people are loving your music. And just like 
as a, a fellow newcomer to the scene, <laughs> I know it must feel really overwhelming to like, I don't know, to just sit in this moment and to just recognize, I mean, 10 years ago, gosh, two years ago, one year ago, maybe, you know, people weren't talking about black women in country music. Right. And, and while that's not the whole story, it is the introduction to, to so much of what's happening right now. It's really bigger than just any one person, you know? Yes. Oh, wow. You said that perfectly. Look at Mickey. Look at Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And just the idea that every time she does something else and increases her platform, she's sure to let you know, hey, I'm not the only one. You know, that's so important. I think it kind of alleviates any selfish notions that I feel like could probably even potentially like just kind of creep in. It's like, no, it's it's actually not just about any one person. All of us. Yeah, it's about all of us. It's about making space um, Mm -hmm. so that we won't necessarily always have to have a conversation about black people in country music because there's just so many. It's like, it's just, when we talk about it, it won't be such a foreign concept as if it's, we haven't been here. Like we're not new. Country music. Black people have always been in country music since the inception. And so this moment that we're standing in, I think is so important. And I think it's just really wonderful that we all get to kind of share it together. No, I I definitely agree, especially because we're showing people that it's possible. Um, Even though you might not see people that you feel like represent you or look like you, now people do have that. They see us and they know that it's possible. It's not a foreign concept like you were saying. And I know that one day it will be, we won't have to necessarily quote unquote talk about it because it is normal. It's not so foreign, a foreign concept like you were Mm -hmm. saying. Yes, absolutely. You know what? It is normal. We're going to start it right now. It's normal. This is wonderful. It's so many of us. We flood the space. It's it's so great. It's, It's fun to watch country diversify and and just grow. It's really fun. Like even as we're kind of on the inside, it's really fun to just watch it happen. Oh, to be a part of it is an honor, really. It's also um, breaking barriers for um, not just like people of color, but in everyone, everyone. Yeah. And I feel like for me personally, because when I got to Nashville, other side, like uh, aside from race, like, you know, my hair is red. I have I have red weave. I don't always have blue jeans on, but I wanted to make, make it known that this visually in terms of like what you're wearing and things like that, how you present yourself, there's not just one look of country. Yeah. There's multiple. You don't have to look a certain way in order to write and create mm-hmm. and look. I feel like that's a message that's also coming to light, we can say. I love it. I love you. I think you are incredible. And I think our one week long friendship is off to an incredible start. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Without a question. Well, if we're, like five years from now, we're going to be like, remember that one time you slid in my DMs? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for chatting. You are incredible. Tell the people where they can find you online and where they can find your new song. Oh, man. Okay, you can hear Stomping Grounds on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes. You can find your new single, Stomping Grounds, everywhere. It's just everywhere. it's just out there. It's just out you here. In the street. Monday Night Football. It's on Monday Night Football and on Fox Sports. Heck, yeah. Another place. But those are those are the main places you can find find the song <laughs> amazing well there y'all have it y'all heard from her the woman herself the queen herself Raina hey! roberts i love you sis thank you so much for being here this has been a pleasure thank you same you you better text me right now after <laughs> after, after our podcast okay i'm texting you right now okay. thank you so much <laughs> bye bye
All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Well, that's where Express Employment Professionals comes into play. And if you work with them, that's exactly what you're going to get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust. And they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Just go to expresspros.com to find an office near you. Or you can even download the Express Jobs app to get started with a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service. The team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. So whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop 
before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Here we go. Third thing. So I have here with me right now, Reese Palmer. That's right, y'all. Reese Palmer. You may remember her. She had a debut single that dropped in 2007 called Country Girl. And she is literally killing the game right now. I feel like, I don't know, every time I see an article (laughs) for the last few weeks talking about black voices and country music, your name is right there. And and it's, it's like a sense of pride that I feel every time I see that because I just, I look up to you and I think you're incredible. You're an amazing artist and performer songwriter and and also just a really dope person so thank you for being here and just chatting you're so sweet thank you i feel all those things for you are you about to cry again i'm not gonna do this (laughs) no no. every time we talk we cry (laughs) this is not good i know but it's just like (laughs) such a sense of pride that we feel when we like see each other and when we get to just talk and just kind of exchange stories and what's going on in our lives and and really just the state of of how we see country music right now, which which I guess is a great segue into last week um, at the CMA Awards. How did you feel when you heard Marin mention your name um, during her acceptance speech for Female Vocalist of the Year? Well, I was sharing with Brittany off camera that I was in the shower when it happened initially. I was watching the CMAs on my iPad. <laughs> in my bedroom. I was taking notes because I had an interview the next day about them. And so I decided that I was like, I'm gonna take a shower and I'm gonna come back and see what's up. And <laughs> I the shower, was brushing my teeth and the phone was going crazy. And so I was trying to figure out why everybody was calling me and I'm like, surely someone's dead. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I can wait. So I <laughs> brushing my teeth and then I start looking at my phone and like none of the text messages made sense like it was just like oh my god the cma <laughs> what and i was like yes they're on tonight what is it and so i turned on, <laughs> so i turned on the show and fast forwarded because people were like mary morris oh my god and i'm like so <laughs> i fast forward to Marin winning um female vocalists and i'm listening to her speech and the moment she says linda martell and mickey and then me I was just like, what is life right now? Because I think the coolest thing about the whole thing is that she didn't have to do it. Right. She didn't have to do mm-hmm. it. Like it was in, it was her moment. And she would have been 100% in, within her rights to just talk about her and to talk about like her team and that sort of thing. And, you know, I appreciate it. I really do. I appreciate her taking that moment to include us in it. Like that was it's not, not something we asked for and not something that 
she needed to feel obligated to do. Like it was just yeah. it was a cool thing. Absolutely. Like she just didn't have to do. It. And that's something that kind of sticks like in my head as well, because um, you and I actually talked right after it happened. You called me. <laughs> I was like, Brittany, did you have a stroke? Are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> Those felt like very appropriate questions. <laughs> Are you is someone with you right now? Like, no, I mean, we're, we're in a pandemic. There's nobody here. <laughs> I told you on the phone, I was just by myself. I think I was like in the bathroom when you called me. Like I was, I was about to say I was rolling up my hair, but I wasn't, I was washing my hands and I was like, oh, Reese's calling me. And by then I'd already like heard the news like five minutes prior. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's just nobody. I talked for like two seconds on the phone then I had to get off to figure out what was going on online. The right um, to understand, right. Yeah, because I'm a stupid millennial and like, we I don't have cable and so for me it was like I knew I would watch it the next day that's how I usually do things that I, that I really want to watch including uh, what would have been the CMAs and so I had no idea what was happening <laughs> whereas you you just took a break from the show and took a shot yeah. I planned like I premeditated to do this thing the day after on demand like with my parents login uh-huh. and so <laughs> and so it was such a, a beautiful moment and I just remember watching the clip of, of Marin's speech and when I heard heard your name I just thought wow this is incredible when I heard Mickey's name I thought this is amazing like the way that you guys have advocated and spoken up for people of color for women for anyone who isn't always given a fair opportunity in country music I just thought how befitting for someone to advocate for you this time like it was it was incredible and it was a moment like you said Mary didn't have to do it it was just a really kind moment for her to just be an advocate and so when I heard it and when I saw the video clip I then I'd already known that like my name was was mentioned, but I, I just I forgot for a second while I was watching this clip that it had anything to do with me because I'm like, yo, this is incredible. And I just I feel that way every time you tweet, every time you do interviews, it, I just feel that sense of urgency and kindness and warmth whenever you talk about just the path of your career and what you wish to see happen for for other people of color moving forward in this genre. Um, did you want to speak a little bit about that? Just just the burden that you feel in your heart to just really discuss these really important matters and make it known to people like hey you know we're here and we've been here i was telling someone today i think one of the biggest reasons why i speak and why mentorship is really important to me because i didn't i didn't have anybody like that i knew artists and i had some great people on my team and that sort of thing but like i didn't have anybody that looked like me that was experiencing the same thing that i was experiencing i love Miko and Miko Marx was my contemporary and she was a supporter too but like we didn't know each other super well and we were you know I was on the east coast she was on the west coast so like it wasn't like we could hang out and stuff like that but I wanted to make sure that what I always wanted and what I always needed I was providing for younger artists because I truly believe that you know it's become a cliche almost at this point but it's so true like if you you can't see yourself in different places, in different occupations, in different positions. If you don't see yourself reflected in that, then you don't believe that it's something that you can do. And there wasn't the safety net and the support net that that I, I craved. So I wanted to make sure and I want to make sure that artists have that safety net in me. 
not only that, I'm not in the system anymore. Like I, you know, I talk about country music and I still make music and all that, but like, I'm not in the industry, so to speak. Like I, I don't, I'm not in Nashville. I'm not signed to a label or any of that stuff. So like, I don't care if they don't like me. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I really don't. Like I've just gotten to the point, you know, I'm almost 40 years old. Like I've just gotten to the point where I, I don't care. And if you, if you're going to be mad, then you're going to be mad. And so you're going to be mad at me either way. Like I played it safe and not said anything and, you know, been the nice, agreeable girl. And then on this side, I've been this person that's just like, no, that's not right. And I'm going to say something about it. And you get the same reaction both ways. So I'd rather you get my truth and hear my honest, my opinions, my thoughts and, and get it unfiltered and, and real and hate me for that or be mad at me for that. So like, that's how I look at advocacy. And like, it's not even something to even think about. Like, it's just something that I naturally wanted to do. There was a documentary that you were part of back in 2004 called Waiting in the Wings, African-Americans in Country Music. And the whole point of it was really to just highlight black people who were in country music, but weren't necessarily getting all of the access and and really kind of the chance to to really flourish um, in their artistry. And so there was a buzz about African-Americans in country music then. Does this moment that we're in right now feel similar to that moment? And no. if so, no, it doesn't? Okay. What's the difference? Oh, well, I'll say this. The thing that makes me hopeful about this moment now is that we're having like real conversations, mm-hmm. like very honest, very candid conversations. The artists are being extremely candid and, and honest about their experiences, about the change that they'd like to see in a way that I'll be honest with you in 2004, it didn't feel like you really could be. And maybe that's because in 2004, I was 22 and I was just trying to, you know, I, I had a publishing deal at that time for like three years and was trying to get my foot in the door in Nashville and be noticed and be appreciated. So I didn't necessarily feel like I didn't feel as free then as I do now. And I see that in so many of y'all, like the new women and, and, and the up and coming women, I don't feel like you guys have that hold things back spirit. And I feel like you're in a culture now that embraces you. Yeah. Like the dawn of social media, you got an army of women that you've never met before that just are like, nah, I ride for her. I rock for her. Like if you say anything to her, I, I'm, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And so, so I don't know. It's like a system or like a, like a family almost. Yeah. It's like, I feel like we're a family Yeah. and I feel like it's united and we're connected because of all of the technology and everything. And so like, this is a moment that really can be a change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really possible. Yeah. And I also feel like it's possible outside of the industry. Mm-hmm. That's the other part that I see that's different than in 2004 because of technology, because of streaming. Yeah. Social media. You know, you y'all can get five hundred thousand streams now without having a major label, without having an uh, a manager or an agent or like million dollar videos. So it's it's a different time. Like you don't necessarily have to behold 
to the gatekeepers, so to speak. Yeah, you are so right. I, I remember uh, Tierra, uh, Karen McCormick, and I posted a picture of us just after like having lunch together, and it was actually our first time all hanging out. And it was I think it was like three weeks ago. And you said something about it, and you just talked about how what you saw was the thing that you wanted back then, and that like that really broke my heart. If I can be so honest, that broke my heart. You were the first black woman in country music that I met when I moved here and when I reached out to you on Instagram your DMs back in gosh it was like 2016 or 17 or something Mm -hmm. and you were the first black woman in country music that I met and I didn't meet another one until Mickey later this year or earlier this year rather and so that broke my heart but I have that same hope honestly that you have and just kind of watching things change not just for ourselves but just for other people that's what I really love about this moment I feel like as people are championing black women and people of color in country music and as we champion each other there's this this sense of selflessness that I really appreciate and that is what warms my heart the most not all the opportunities and all the different things that are coming our way or the different things we're being invited to or the people who are finally hearing oh wait there's actually black people in country music beyond that it's the sense of selflessness that's happening right now and compassion and kindness and and just really wanting to be brave and I, I don't even know if it's brave but just be human and just recognize that there's someone other than you <laughs> you know trying to do something as well and I just I feel that all around and I feel that definitely with you uh, Reese. oh no I you know I can remember I was thinking about it today I can remember being told like people trying to pit Miko and I against each other and Miko Marks yeah, I don't know that we've even talked about it ever, but at the same, you know, we were happening at the same time. And so I remember us being at CRS and, you know, oh, well, you know, people making comments like, well, I think, I think Reese's better. Or I think Miko's better or whatever. And like that petty behavior. Yes. And giving you the feeling that there can only be one. Right. Like this is like a death match or something. Mm-hmm. And it's such a lie. It's so destructive. Yeah. And I think that's done in entertainment all the time like that's why you know you get people fighting and like all these artists saying nasty things about each other because there's this perpetuation of there can only be one of you yeah and you can't exist two people that are talented in different ways in the same sphere that mm-hmm. like look like each other or something and like Nashville I mean you can have several blonde girls so why can't you have several black girls or several Latina girls or several indigenous girls or several Asian girls and like and 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 be cool with that i think now's the time and it's really it's up to nashville mm-hmm. and if nashville is not going to do the work then the rest of us will Reese, you are incredible i love you so much as a person as an artist you are just phenomenal and i just love you and i talk about you all the time like my mom knows who you are <laughs> <laughs> And she doesn't know Reese Palmer, the artist. Like, at this point, she knows your music, but, like, she knows Reese, my friend. <laughs> you are amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. I wish I could just sit here and talk to you all day long, but we do have to wrap up. But one thing I want to mention is that you all can catch Reese Palmer on her own show called Color Me Country. It's on Apple Music Country Radio. Check it out. You'll hear more stories where she interviews and talks to other people of color, Black people, Indigenous people, Latinos, and just talking to other people who are in country music that we may or may not have heard of. It's really an incredible time 
just hearing stories from other perspectives. And so thank you so much, Reese. One time for the people, where can they find you online? You can find me at ReeseePalmerMusic.com or you can find me on the show page, ColorMeCountry.com. Y'all heard her. Go there, y'all. Go listen. (laughs) Four things with Amy Brown. So I am here with Tierra, who is an incredible country singer and songwriter. She's from Alabama. She moved to Nashville. What was it, like a year or two ago? It's like four years ago. It feels like it was a year ago. <laughs> okay, I got that all wrong. And the great part, that's because you and I have actually just met recently, which I think is so fun. Just like on Instagram. <laughs> I know. That's like, that's like the nature of Nashville. It's like, you know, everybody through Instagram, yeah. but like you don't meet anybody until like months later years later whatever so yeah that that hang was awesome oh i love it i i really do enjoy the idea of just like meeting people online (laughs) so i was real excited when we met online and then when we later hung out and i thought that was incredibly dope because your music is incredibly dope and you have a song out right now called founded in you and it's beautiful it's such a beautiful song (laughs) thanks yeah i wrote that song uh with my producer cameron Riddell and I have been like searching for my sound for the longest time and like it wasn't until we wrote together that I finally found it because his vein is very much so like R&B but like that's that's what he grew up listening to and but he also loves country music so we were definitely like on the same wavelength and that was the first song that we wrote together so it's like my little song baby and it was really important for me to release that first amazing so you are just an incredibly wonderful and gorgeous new talented artist here in nashville and you're killing it and one of the things that i love about your journey and your path is how you've incorporated a lot of media things um, in it as well. So like you did like a, a takeover of um, E.T.'s Instagram on the night of the CMA Awards. What's that been like for you? Because a lot of times we see artists kind of dabble more into music and then later on years into their career, they'll go into media stuff sometimes. But you're like right off the gate, just like, hey, I can host, I can uh, listen. How does that feel? I mean, it definitely wasn't the plan, honestly. Like when I first moved to Nashville, I was so shy definitely not a huge people person and yeah it was like really hard for me to like talk to people but now I'm just like I love people I love talking to people I love learning about their journey and so I mean it's just fun like there's so many great artists here in Nashville you know and I love just like posting about whoever like on my Instagram and just talking about the people that I love to listen to every day and you know like I'm a new artist and there's so many other new artists that people don't know about and so I just like try and share those artists every every moment that I get. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of new artists, while you know, shortly before you covered the CMAs on Instagram, Mary Morris's speech was was really powerful in that she said some names that a lot of people probably hadn't heard before that were people that were in that room or people that were watching. What was like your immediate reaction to hear Marin's speech and to hear her say the names of of people that you and I like we both know and we have come to know over the the months and years 
what did that mean for you to hear like some of your peers names mentioned during that important speech i mean it's so great like it we were talking about this when we went out to lunch it's funny because like we've been doing this for so long and we mm-hmm. know like that there's so many amazing women of color in country music and we've known it for a long time yeah. you know and people are just now finding that out you know and i think by her using that moment to talk about those other artists it just exposes like this wide range of people to all of the women of color in country music that may not have known about it if if she had not said that and i was like creeping on your twitter um, <laughs> and i saw somebody had said i'm not gonna get this correctly but they said something to the effect of like if you don't think Marin morris's speech was powerful like i just discovered britney spencer from that speech you know and i hadn't even watched the scene award so I don't th- think people realize how powerful it was for her to do that because she has such a huge fan base so I don't know I mean I just I think it was beautiful for her to use her moment to shed a light on other artists absolutely and I think for me I f- it feels like a moment where you hold on to it so much that you just want to be able to pass on that same experience to somebody else one day yeah that's what it felt like just being inside of that moment it's just really cool to hear your name mentioned with other people that you love and look up to and you you root for and you admire and uh, I feel like I had that same experience when you and I were in that Rolling Stone article and your your picture was the face of it and I was so excited I say yes Tierra is the face of this yes it's just it just feels so long overdue I remember watching your YouTube videos when you were like 15 years old <laughs> cringe no but the first time I saw you was gosh when was it we, I feel like we talked about this at least once before it was um Bobby Bones was having the girl crush contest yes. and it was like all like Instagram and like Twitter submissions and both you and I like submitted and I just thought that is so cool I love this girl whoever she is this girl from Alabama <laughs> Tierra <laughs> oh my gosh I, I mean it's it's crazy to think like how much life has changed yeah with both of us from then like I would sit in my bedroom like doing YouTube covers of people that I'm friends with now, you know, and I never imagined that I would be in the position that I am now, you know, just, just thinking about like that girl in in middle school, just covering these people, like not knowing a dang thing, you know, and I feel like I don't really take a minute to like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Like I, I'm really bad at like appreciating the things that have happened, you know, just, just like the little celebratory moments I'm always like go 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 and I feel like not until now I'm just like thinking about all of the things that I've done since like recording covers in in my bedroom and I'm just so thankful and I feel like for both of us like we've we've had people that have been champions for us yeah in this town and that's so important because it's it's such a small community and I think for anything that you do like it's so important to have people that are rooting you on and even stuff like this us rooting each other on like that's also so so important and I think it's so important for you know little black girls to see to see us rooting each other on and seeing people like Marin rooting rooting us on I hope we have so many more amazing artists that come after us it just warms my heart and makes me want to cry I've definitely gotten a lot of messages from different artists that are just saying like seeing the representation 
and, and country music that's happening right now. I think that's so important and so encouraging for other artists. So you just mentioned something like what you are doing right now with so many of us are doing right now. We've been doing it for years. And so, I mean, music is just hard in general. <laughs> you know, yeah. the industry yeah. is, is just challenging in general. But to just be consistent, like every now and then we have to like pat ourselves on the back, you know, even for all yeah. the Instagram and YouTube videos that we look at now that we did like five years ago. And we were like, what in the world was I thinking that day? Like that yeah. one was not great. What was going on with my hair? But yeah, you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. we're consistent, you know, everything lives forever on the internet, but it, it serves as a reminder to us just how far we've come and how much further yeah. we can continue to go. But thank you so much for, for chatting to your, can you let people know where they can find you? And also before I let her do that, actually, she has an incredible show on Apple country radio. Um, it's called the Tierra show. Y'all got to check it out. It comes on every day. Um, you have a segment at 11 o'clock AM central time every day. Yeah. Well, actually now at two o'clock central standard time, we've done a little switcheroo on time. Uh, yeah. It comes on every single day. Yeah. Check her out there y'all and tell people where they can find you online. Yeah. All of my socials are just at Tierra music, T I E R A, just one R. <laughs> yeah. You can find me anywhere. And you guys won't regret it. Thank you so much for being on Tierra. Appreciate you. Love you, sis. I can't wait for the next hang. Thanks, sis. <laughs> Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts Or wherever you get your podcasts 